In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Hello, this is Father Tom and Anthony. We are live right now. We're just finishing our retreat. We're live from the monastery today. Where it was a great retreat, and we we're we're about to head back to do the glory nights tonight. But Father, why don't you tell them about it? Yes, I was listening to uh, Bill Johnson, Pastor Bill Johnson, and he said that Mary, our Blessed Mother, had an extraordinary faith, and I've been thinking about that. You shall conceive and bear a son, the angel Gabriel said, and you shall call his name Jesus. Mary said, how can this be? I do not know man. And the angel said that the Holy Spirit will come upon her and overshadow her, and the child to be born shall be called Son of God. I tell you, our Blessed Mother had more faith than I know anybody else, to have faith that a child would be born to her. Let it be done unto me according to your word, is what Mary said. Let it be done unto me according to your word. That's faith that she believed that the Holy Spirit could conceive within her a child who is the Savior of the world. That's faith, and we are called to have living faith, not dead faith, living faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we um, we just had such a wonderful time at, at this retreat. We were just actually chanting the Psalms with the monks and having peace in, a peace of Christ. Mary is such a blessed, she's so blessed for us. And yeah, so what's funny is, I'm finding a little loss of words. It was a silent retreat, so we didn't do much talking in this last week. But in the silence, you know, in the silence, we we sing praise to Mary before bed. And, you know, she came to me, she came to Father in such a profound way. And it's about her will, not our, God's will, not our will be done. Let it be done to me according to your word. Lord, let us live that truth out. Let us live that faith out. Let us live that joy out, Lord, that you have a perfect plan for our lives. That even when we can't see how what's going to happen is going to happen, like how Mary couldn't conceive how she would become pregnant when she was not to known man, that we're just to submit to God's will, that we're just to trust in the Lord, that we're just to let the Lord release and overshadow us with his Holy Spirit, that we live, that we live only by the will of God, and we live by this realm of faith, this realm of perfect obedience, this realm of perfect trust, because trust releases the graces of God. What do we trust for? Trust is a vessel which all graces are given. God today, he wants to trust you with everything. But what are we trusting God with? You know, 
Mary, we call her the blueprint, is why she always wears blue in her in her things, because she teaches us how to live in perfect love to her son, like no person ever has. Yes, our Blessed Mother said, let it be done unto me according to your word. And then it says, the angel left her. If she ever needed an angel to talk to Joseph, she did. But there was no angel. She just had faith that God will do what he needs to do with Joseph because the power of the Holy Spirit was so strong on Mary that she conceived and would bear a son and call his name Jesus. How great is that? That is great. That's great faith. That's great faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what? Mary said, do whatever he tells you to at Cana in Galilee. She must have seen the working of God in her son's life over those 30 uh, 30 years. She must have seen miracles because she says, do whatever he tells you to. And you know, what does Jesus say to do? Follow the Father. Give your life to the Father. Surrender. You see, what we need to do is to surrender. Surrender our lives to God. We're living here with all these monks who have surrendered their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ for the church, for the church. I call them the uh, brainstorm of the church. Without these contemplative people, we would have taken a nervous breakdown in the church. But these people pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Morning, noon, night, in the middle of the night. Oh, yes, how we need to have people of faith. These people are just men of faith. They're men of faith, and God respects their men of faith. You see, because God is God, and he respects their faith. And we just are in the middle of their faith when we come here, because this place is already saturated with the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's saturated with the gift of God. How do I know that? Because the walls are filled with prayer. The ceiling is filled with prayer. The, the floor is filled with prayer. And their, their charism is to worship the Blessed Sacrament, to worship Jesus as Eucharist. And that's what they do day and night, night and day, and in the middle of the night. Yeah, it, it's really so amazing. It's it's probably the closest place I've ever experienced to heaven. Even when they say the Mass, the Mass is said in Aramaic. They say the Mass in the language which Jesus said at the Last Supper. And you, could, and you can feel the power of God just come down upon it. The power of the Holy Spirit just come upon it. You know, me and Father were planning to do this radio broadcast live from the guest house, but I was sitting in front of the Blessed Sacrament, and, you know, I was just taken away, in a, like, just taken away into heaven, adoring the Blessed Sacrament, and I fell asleep, and the monks were getting ready to pray, and I was in, like, a vision, but I woke up and I ran here just to make it in time. But with the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament at this place, Jesus is so present, and he's present in a, 
in a way, like a mystical, contemplative way that, you know, it's a little different than praise and worship. But in sitting in front of the Blessed Sacrament and adoration, it's just the purest form of receiving Jesus. It's the purest form of receiving Jesus. It's like radiation treatment. When the Eucharist is exposed on the altar and you're just gazing upon him, it's like looking upon the sun. You're going to become tan. You're going to become infused with Jesus. You're going to become infused with the Holy Spirit. You're going to be infused with the love of God. So, Holy Spirit, even right now, we just thank you that you're present in everyone's life. We thank you that you're present and you want to do miracles, and you want to do wonders, and you want to encounter everyone, that you have a divine will for each and everyone's life. And if we live by your will, God, not our will, that everything will be good, and you'll take care of everything. So today we're not doing call-ins. We're going to do call-ins tomorrow because we're we're doing this call from the monastery. But tonight we're coming back, and we're going to do our glory meeting. At 7 o'clock, come and join us at St. John the Baptist. Come get filled by the presence and the love and the peace and the joy and the light of Christ. You know, sometimes it's hard to come to these retreats in the silence for two reasons. The silence is a lot. The silence can be deafening. Now, I'm kind of used to it, but the first time I came and... We came, your thoughts, they become illumined. You can just hear your thoughts, thoughts. And we realize how much chatter is going on in our minds at all times and how many voices and distractions we're, we're constantly listening to. But when we come and we just come in front of the Lord and we quiet ourselves, it's one of the best things we do. You know, the anointing of Christ comes through interior stillness. When we're still... In the Lord, when we rest in the Lord, then we can begin to hear the Holy Spirit and the fire and the peace of God can come from us. And the second reason is when the light of God just come and permeates you in your life, and while whether it's when you come tonight, when you're in the glory, when you're in praise and worship, when the light of God comes in, sometimes it, it drives out the darkness. And God wants to drive out and bring up all the darkness in your life, but you know, we were talking to our friend yesterday who was having a hard time, but Father Tom reminded me what Maria told us, what Jesus reveals, he heals, what Jesus reveals, he heals, so if there's something from your past, or there's just anything in your life that you've been having a hard time with, that Jesus is revealing, it's because he wants to heal you from it. He wants to heal you from it. He wants to take it from you. But you've got to give it to him. You've got to surrender it to him. When we surrender all to Jesus, he takes everything within us and he divinizes us. He takes all the darkness in you and he lights it up. And he lights it up. And he wants to light you up today. He wants to light you up today and every day with his joy, his peace, and his abundant blessing. I was waiting for Anthony, and the clock was ticking. And I said to the Lord, Lord, he's sleeping. Lord, you've got to bring him here. I can't do it because his phone doesn't work here. So he just came in on time. But you see, again, this is a planned experience of the Lord Jesus Christ.
that we would speak from this monastery. It's called Most Holy Trinity Monastery, how we need to worship the Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God in three divine persons, how we need to know that the Holy Spirit brings us to the forgiveness of sins, that the Holy Spirit brings us to glorify Jesus, that the Holy Spirit is the one who is at work now until Jesus comes in glory as the judge of the living and the dead. Without the Holy Spirit, we have nothing. My prayer was, Lord, baptize me in the Holy Spirit and with fire. And in my room, there's a fire alarm that says fire. Every time I look at it, I said, Lord, I want the fire. I want you to baptize me with the fire. I need the fire. John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. That's what I need. I need the fire. The church needs the fire. I just found out that a pro-life priest has been stripped of his assignment by the Pope. And how sad, how very sad. It's very sad. The pro-life priest, I forget his name, but God has used him in the pro-life movement powerfully, more powerfully probably than any other priest. And the Pope says he's got to go back to his diocese. How sad, how sad, how sad. We need to pray for the Pope. I've never prayed so much for any Pope as I pray for this Pope. We need to pray for him. He needs our prayer. He needs us to know that we are praying for him, that he would do what God wants him to do and not what the devil wants him to do. Oh, yes, that he would do what God wants him to do and not what the devil wants him to do. You see, this is, this is real. We are fighting a battle between evil and God, but God already won the victory on the cross. The victory has been won on the cross. The devil is a chained person, chained to the cross of Jesus Christ. He can only go so far. He can only go so far. We want to talk about Jesus. We want to talk about his goodness. We want to talk about his love. We want to talk about his power. We want to talk about his forgiveness. Oh, yes, the forgiveness comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. When was the last time you went to confession? It's time. It's time. It's time. We have it every Saturday, even this Saturday, Christmas Eve, between 12 and 2 in the afternoon. It's time to go to St. John the Baptist Church in Quincy, Massachusetts, to go to confession between 12 and 2 in the afternoon. Oh, yes. People say many places don't have confession but only 45 minutes we have it for two hours on saturday and one hour on wednesday evening oh yes we're doing what god wants us to do it's all about jesus inspiring the people at saint john the baptist church it's not about us it's about jesus inspiring us through the power of the holy spirit do you need the fire I need the fire. I don't know about you, but I need the fire. I need the fire to go and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, 
that he is the Lord, he is the Savior, he is the healer, he is the deliverer. Oh, yes, how we need to hear Jesus preached. I just was talking with someone from uh, a beach in uh, whatever, and he said they don't preach Jesus here. They don't even say his name. I said, pray for them. You need to pray for them because they don't know. He says, but I, I'm discouraged because they don't even pronounce his name. And I said, uh, pray for them. Pray for them. They need your prayer. You are filled with the Holy Spirit, I said. You need to pray for these people because they're lost. They're lost. They've got the pulpit, and they're lost. They need our prayers. Uh, tell them about the fire that almost started when you were praying. Well, I have my lights that I look at because I have SADS, SADS, and uh, I put my lights under my pillow, and I slept on my pillow, and it snapped them on, and they burnt out the uh, the plastic on the on the on the light thing. And I said, oh, God, that's all we need is the fire. I need the fire, but not that kind of fire. Yeah, the whole his whole light was melted. He woke up, and there was a fire burning underneath him. So, but, yeah, look, a lot of churches, even, it would be an amazing thing to go to confession before you receive Jesus on this Christmas or Christmas Eve. Go in, go in fresh. The thing about confession, it's a healing sacrament. God, in his great wisdom through the church, he gives us the sacraments, not so we have to do these religious acts, so that we can receive freedom, so that you can receive freedom. What you confess Jesus forgives you of, but then sanctifying grace comes in, and it completely heals that area. It's a healing sacrament. Do you need to be healed? I need to be healed. Father Tom needs to be healed. We all need to be healed. And the thing about a lot of the churches, they don't offer confession much more than 45 minutes because not many people go. But I can tell you from my experience, if you go into your church and you ask a priest, you could do confession he'd be more than grateful to receive your confession a lot of i was reading a lot of books on the saints and just the saints on this retreat and it's just amazing through you know jesus died two two thousand years ago but he gave us a church that the holy spirit over the last two thousand years have been releasing revelation upon revelation upon revelation on how to draw closer to the lord about what the Lord did on this earth. just There's just so much how to navigate the interior life. And, and it's just so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Just all the people who have come before us, all the saints who have come before us, all the mighty men and women of God who come before us, that God infused his spirit into with the revelatory knowledge of heaven so that now we can live and build on what they've already done. We can build on the knowledges they've already have. You know, it's just like there's just a cheat code to the spiritual life to read what God has revealed through them. And then so God can build on their revelation through us. Heaven is closer now than it's ever been. And heaven is coming closer 
every day, day by day, heaven is coming closer. And, you know, the, and it's all accessible to you. I was, even I was praying the rosary, and the Blessed Mother told me day by day, we're coming closer to our, we're coming closer to our death, but day by day are we coming closer to Jesus. And that's the goal, that, you know, it's amazing because there's only one way to get to heaven. And, you know, all of us are going to pass. And that's second by second, we're coming closer to obtaining heaven. But second by second, are we living to become closer to Jesus, to become closer to the, the light and the peace and the joy of God? You know, we're living in mystical union with all of heaven. We have Jesus, but we have also, we're living in mystical union with the saints, with the angels, and they're all in the throne of God praying for us, waiting to hear our prayer. You know, the Bible says a righteous man's prayer avails much. So the righteous man's prayer avails much. But you know what? We Yes, we have our pastors to pray for us, but we also have all of the saints, all of the angels to pray for us who are already at the throne of God. If our prayers avail much, imagine the people who already entered into the beatific vision. Imagine these saints who've lived the holiest life when they can pray for you. You know, when people say, Anthony, I want you to pray for them, I will pray for them. But I'm laughing, and I'm like, you don't understand. You, you want to ask the blessed, Jesus' Blessed Mother to pray for you. You want to ask St. Joseph to pray for you. Their prayers are so far greater than anything I could give to you. You know, and... In Cana of Galilee, when when Jesus, when Mary told Jesus to to turn the water into wine, and Jesus told Mary, "Woman, it's not. What does this have to do? It's not my time." But what did Jesus do? He listened to his mother, because first a good son listens to his mother. But we also learn from this story that Mary moved the will of God. She moved the will of God in that moment. If you need the will of God moved in your life, ask our Blessed Mother to go to Jesus because he never says no to his mother when it's in God's will. And God's will is simple. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We forget that prayer. That's what Jesus meant, that what would happen on earth is what's happening in heaven. There's no one sick in heaven. There's no one depressed in heaven. There's no one uh, out of sorts in heaven. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's how we need to pray. I was told uh, that this man who came to me, or not this man, the woman, Mary, who came to me, and she had a back problem, and I prayed with her last Wednesday. She said, my back problem went away. That's God working. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what we need to do because we forget that Jesus taught us the disciples' prayer. The Lord's prayer is John 17. The disciples' prayer is the Our Father, and he taught us to pray it. And we do not cash in on it because we just say words rather than thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's nothing in heaven that's going wrong today. 
There's nobody in heaven that that says, I'm having a bad day today. No, no. There's nobody in heaven having a bad day. And you know what? Maybe you're having a bad day today. And Jesus wants to change that because that's what Jesus is all about. You might be having a bad day today, but Jesus wants to change that because he's the resurrection and the life. He's the glory of the Father. He is the Master. He is the Lord. He is everything. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. This is, this is powerful. Let it be done unto me, Mary said, according to thy word. And with that, the Holy Spirit brought Jesus into her womb. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God loves you today. You don't need to be having a bad day. He loves you today. And he wants you to know that he's got plans for your life. And they're plans, the good plans for your life. You might be in a pity party spot today. Get out of it and say, Jesus, I welcome you. I welcome you. I welcome you. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.